Well, hi there, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Today is Friday, November 12th, 2021. This is episode number 225 of the All Around Growth Podcast, a show that provides insight and tools to build the life and homestead of your dreams. My name is Rob Kaiser, and I am your host. Today is the last part, the final episode, part seven of the 2022 Goal Setting mini-series that we have been talking about all of this week and a little bit of last week. And in a nutshell, what we've been doing is we've been going through the 2022 Goal Setting Workbook by Dan Miller, author of 48 Days to the Work You Love, and also author of Rudder of the Day, which is a book that I use as fodder for conversation during, well, I have used it in the past for a lot of episodes. And the reason I'm using this is I'm a member of the 48 Days community, and the reason I'm doing a show about this is this particular workbook is available for you and anyone out there at no charge, 100% free. Check out the show notes for, uh, for a link to download that. And what we've been talking about for those who have not caught past episodes is setting goals for seven aspects of our lives. The first episode was dedicated to financial goals. Second episode was dedicated to physical goals. The third, personal development. Fourth, family. Fifth, spiritual. Sixth, which was yesterday, we talked about social goals and today, we are going to talk about career goals. And like we've done in all of the episodes in the past, while I drive down the driveway before I hit the road, I've got the workbook with me. And I will reference that and read straight from it. Again, this is the 2022 Goal Setting Workbook by Dan Miller, available in the show notes. And I would encourage you to check it out. Just visit the show notes, click on the link, download it and get a copy for yourself. Follow along with us. So as far as career is concerned, we're going to talk about ambitions, dreams, and hopes. Quote, that every man find pleasure in his work. This is the gift of God. Close quote. That's from Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 13. This is an outcome of knowing what you want in the other six areas. Your career should be a reflection of the life you want. Once you decide on the life you want, it becomes obvious what kind of work embraces that. We want to help you, quote, plan your work around the life you want, close quote. What are your unique skills and abilities, personal traits and values, dreams and passions? These will best define your applications for work. Interesting, huh? I know I've never really thought about it this way, and this is the first time I'm reading this. I was hoping to get to this last night and spend some time on it, but I found a great deal on an electric adjustable height desk last night, and I drove all the way down to Marshallville just like a 45 minute drive to pick this thing up. So it was a, 
It was a long drive last night, but I'm very pleased with my purchase. But subsequently, I didn't get to this. As is the case with all of the other goals, we look at them in a, th in a big, broad, three-year goal. We write that out. We look at one-year goals, and then we look at actionable items that we can do today. So with three-year goals, we want to be specific, and we're going to ask ourselves, what would a perfect work day look like? All right? And you've got space to write on this, expand on it. It's an editable PDF, so it is a great way to just write your thoughts and reference it later. As far as one-year goals are concerned, we're looking at any training or skills that we may need in order to accomplish that three-year goal. That makes sense. And ultimately, today, we look at what can we write? What can we develop? What can we do today to help us reach that one-year goal of training, skills that factors into our three-year goal of a perfect workday. At the end of the last page of this workbook, or at least is it the last page of the workbook? No, it's not the last page. There's a few more pages. So maybe I'll do a conclusion episode as well when I finish the workbook and I'll review these last few pages. But at the end of this page, the career worksheet, we read a quote by James Mickener. Quote, The master in the art of living makes little distinction between his work and his play, his labor and his leisure, his mind and his body, his information and his recreation, his love and his religion. He hardly knows which is which. He simply pursues his vision of excellence at whatever he does, leaving others to decide whether he is working or playing. To him, he is always doing both. Guys, as I read that, it <clears throat> stirred up a little emotion in me. And I'm not, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. The, the past few weeks have been, I, the first word that comes to mind is riddled with emotion. But I feel like that's got some sort of negative connotation. My, the past few weeks have, of my life have been full of emotion. Good, very little bad. But there have been multiple occasions over the past few weeks where I have been drawn, uh, where I've, uh, to tears, where I've just found myself weeping for the first time in a very long time. 
I feel as though I'm, I'm being directed or, or guided, but I don't understand the direction. And I don't understand or know where I'm going. But I'm confident that the work that I'm doing with things like this, this goal-setting workbook, I'm confident that the work I'm doing is going to result in an understanding at some point in the future that this was all worth it. And once I get there, if I get there, I'll have a better understanding of the uncertainty that I'm facing right now. However, as I was talking with my father last night, or Wednesday night rather, our tenant farmer Cody gave us a nice, gave me a nice backstrap from the very first deer that was harvested from our land homestead which which I'm very grateful for so I wanted to share it with my parents and I did we spent some time together Wednesday night as I sliced this into little medallions and then pan fried them up with some salt and freshly cracked black pepper freshly ground black pepper, I suppose. And we were talking about a number of things, and we basically determined that the seekers, the questioners, may never find the answers that they're looking for, because the desire to seek and find and know is relentless. And people that fall into that category of seekers are oftentimes the types of people that are never entirely satisfied with what it is that they're looking for because by the time there's a little bit of clarity This career talk today is very interesting because, as you guys know, at least those who follow the podcast, I've been a big fan of Dave Ramsey. I talked about that a lot in the first episode where we talked about financial goals, and I talked about it in subsequent episodes where we talked about physical goals, personal development goals, any number of things that it becomes much easier to gain clarity on these other aspects of our life once we have worked through the financial struggle. And that's why I'm such a big fan of Financial Peace University is it 
provides us with a framework and a plan that's tried and true and proven by hundreds of thousands of people, if not millions at this point, because the Financial Peace University program has been in existence and around for decades. And after trying so many different plans on my own over the years and failing, I decided that I had nothing to lose by trying that. And I tried it, and I tried it, and I tried it. I was a member of the class. I went through the class three different times because it wasn't clicking. And it wasn't clicking because I wasn't following the program in the manner in which it was outlined. I was doing it Dave-ish, right? Once I started following the plan exactly as suggested, things really began starting to come together. And by the time I actually started following the plan exactly, I was debt-free within a year. Following the plan exactly, as outlined in Financial Peace University, gave me the ability to snowball my own efforts and accelerate them even more. I'm not saying that doing the program Dave-ish doesn't work. What I'm saying is that doing it ish may get you the desired result, but chances are it's going to take a lot longer. The reason I bring this up is Dave Ramsey, as he's getting older and looking to transition in his own life, is growing the Ramsey network and diversifying what it is that he does and what it is that he offers. And one of the guys that he's brought on board, his name is Ken Coleman. And he is, he's a career coach, I guess. Um, I've listened to his podcast, his radio show a few times, and I really like what he has to say. He just published a book. I, unfortunately, I, maybe from passion to purpose is something along those lines, but it's about finding your passion. And it's basically in line with a lot of what we're talking about right here today. And the reason I'm bringing up Ken Coleman is I follow him on social media and I saw this tweet yesterday and he wrote, the unfortunate reality is that 70% of Americans aren't satisfied with their current work situation. You don't have to spend the rest of your life feeling miserable at work because there is a path to work that matters, to work that is fulfilling and created just for you. Does that sound familiar? Does that sound like what we've been talking about today and trying to determine our career goals? I think so. Is it coincidental that I just happened to read this last night or sometime yesterday? 
understanding and knowing that career goals were exactly what we were going to talk about today, tomorrow in the case of reading this yesterday, no, I don't think that's coincidental at all. I mean, it's these little things like this that happen and that have been happening over the past few weeks. These little synchronistic events occurring in my life that validate the actions that I'm taking and build my confidence that I'm on the right path. The photo of the tweet accompanying that text that I just read were reasons for leaving a job with three bullet points numbered one, two, three. Number one, we leave a job because we don't feel any connection to our work. Number two, we leave a job because we don't have the opportunity to grow. And number three, we leave a job because we are in a toxic culture. Now, I don't know about you and your job. I don't know if you feel any connection to your work or if you have the opportunity to grow or even if you are in a toxic culture. But if you are, even sometimes feel that way on account of just a particular day that someone's having and then they're projecting out all that shit on you, sometimes those days make us feel trapped. And a lot of that feeling of being trapped for me in the past has stemmed from the debt that I carried and the dependence I had on my employer for the paycheck that I needed so desperately in order to pay my bills and just move forward one more week, one more month, one more year in the endless journey of living paycheck to paycheck. I have done that for my entire life and I know what it's like. But over the past few years, I've made some changes, I've made some sacrifices, and I've eliminated that debt. I've changed my life path. Year after year after year, I attended a Financial Peace University course. Year after year after year to repattern my behavior, repattern my thoughts, and ultimately my actions about money and how I manage it. Once I began doing that with consistency, guys, wouldn't you know it, the plan worked and I got out of debt. Once I continued following, getting out of debt, that's only baby step two. There are seven steps, guys. 
Once I began moving forward with baby step three and building up that savings, which began with one month and two months, three months of living expenses, just cash stacked in a money market account. The amount of peace and clarity that comes along with that, it's something that I can't even begin to describe. And it wasn't until I did that that I was able to even think about these other aspects of life. And I believe that's why when Dan outlines these seven areas of life, like I said, financial, personal, or financial, physical, personal development, family, spiritual, social, and career, I believe that one of the reasons why financial is listed first is because no, that's uh, Ben here got distracted. But I think one of the reasons why we've uh, got this financial first is because once we get that taken care of, and once we realize our dependency on our employer, the one who writes our check, the one who gives us the ability to pay the bills that we have, to live the life that we have. It's only until we decide to change the life that we live that we are able to get out of debt. And it's only once we are able to get out of debt and move forward with our savings, baby step three, that we can obtain clarity on all these other six aspects of our lives physical aspect, the personal development aspect, the family aspect, the spiritual aspect, the social aspect, and ultimately our career. And like we said, or like Dan wrote at the beginning, once you decide on the life that you want, let me read, let me read this whole paragraph because this is important. This is an outcome of knowing what you want in the other six areas. Your career should be a reflection of the life you want. Once you decide on the life you want, it becomes obvious what kind of work embraces that. We want to help you, quote, plan your work around the life you want, close quote. And that's what this 2022 goal setting workbook is all about. Planning your work around the life that you want, but this is only possible once we've determined and worked through what we want in the other six areas of our life. And hopefully this workbook helps you determine that. It's certainly helping me. And again, it's available for free as a download in the show notes. So check that out and join the Telegram group, t.me slash allaroundgrowth and share your experiences with us. Let us know how it's going. And I look forward to catching you on the next episode where we wrap up or where I share uh, the conclusion and wrap up my experience with this 2022 goal setting workbook. So I look forward to catching you on that next episode. 
thank you for tuning in today, spending your time with me. I certainly appreciate it. This is Rob Kaiser, and thank you.